0: Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7.
1: Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs, on Appleton Gate Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk Tonight, it's Monday, and it's a world-famous weekend wrap. Tony, Craig, Rob and Paul give all the news from the town, the works, the rugby club and the Magnus. I'm Mick Bradley, he's Tony Smith. This is Radio Newark Sport and these are the Weekend Headlines. Danny Meadows double saw Newark flow serve take all three points on a wet Saturday afternoon at Lowfields. Two points now separate the top four sides in the Midlands Football League. Newark Town got over their floodlit cup defeat at Redford by putting six goals past the hapless Sutton Rovers. The final score, 8-2. The Blues are five points ahead of Dinnington Town. And it's Dinnington, who have yet to concede a goal in 540 minutes of football this season. Strikes right me they've got a decent defence. Collingham's new look side replicated Town's midweek achievement and shared six goals with Retford United. Reece Stanley put the Villagers in front, but it took a Mark Ward penalty six minutes from time to rescue a point. Stafford City and Aslockton both won in the not senior league while Curtin lost on penalties in the Knotts Cup. Sleaford Town remained rock-bottom and pointless in the United Counties League. No points now from seven matches played. Harrowby made a draw with Budbrook and our eighth in the table. And Grantham Town beat Radcliffe 4-0. Our special guest presenter, Matt Wade, looks at all these matches on our Thursday Night Football Roundup. To Rugby, the New York Rugby Club lost a tight match with Colville by 15 points to 10. Rob wardman has got the full story on this one at half past seven. Elsewhere in Rugby, Stephen won their first match of the season by putting 30 points past Mellish, while Southwell finally got their season up and running, a 26 points to 10 victory at Mansfield. And Paul Halfpenny received the best pick-me-up possible when his hockey ladies upset the form book with an opening Day 2-1 victory at Derby. Not such good news for the twos, though. A 7-2 home defeat to West Bridgeford. But the blood pressure went back up with the men's friendlies. More on that one in a few minutes' time. We always choose a couple of the big stories of the day before we get into the local stuff on a Monday night. And, uh, Cardiff City have been ordered to um, pay the first instalment of 6 million euros, 5.3 million pounds, to Nantes for the 15 million pound striker Emilio Salah. FIFA ruled that Cardiff must pay the sum corresponding to the first instalment due in the transfer agreement. The Argentinian, who was 28, died in the plane crash in January while travelling from France to join his new club. Cardiff had argued that they were not liable for any of the 15 million pound fee because Salah was not officially their player when he died welcome mr smith and uh straight in at the deep end well it's a very it's probably not quite a uh, phrase to use was it really <laughs> thinking about it no unfortunately no uh,
2: it's a very very difficult area to get into isn't it because um a football club is not one of go- is is not going to want to pay money for somebody who hasn't played for them. Uh, the fact that the guy died before he sort of, you know, wore a blue shirt of Cardiff is is just circumstance. And I don't understand how anybody can actually be liable for any payment in that situation. I mean, surely isn't it just better to say, look, tragedy's happened. It's all about the family and just, you know... Wipe the slate clean. It's it's, it's just a, a tragedy that's happened, and, and and money is only gonna make it even more painful for, for all concerned, and and not the not the money itself, but the haggling over it, which will no doubt follow. Can't we just say just wipe the, wipe the slate clean? You know the guys died. You know let's move on.
1: Because I mean you know being heartless, if you like, the the the, the guy would have been insured with other non tour Cardiff he was either signed for Cardiff or he wasn't signed for Cardiff I can't see where there's a problem in that and if he wasn't signed for Cardiff why was he traveling over to Wales to start training for his first match it's it's messy
2: it's it's messy in the extreme because uh, if I was uh, associated with Nantes football club I wouldn't want to start haggling over for money uh, haggling over money uh, because because I'd lost a mate of mine uh, now I'd rather just sort of go nah, forget it. Okay, but we'll, we'll wipe it off. Obviously, the guy is going to be insured. We'll get some money back from that. And 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 Cardiff. Well, they're not really liable, are they? I mean, you know the. I think the real investigation should be who put him on that plane. You know, I think that's where the answer. Yes, uh, that's definitely. And and perhaps any compensation should come from that source.
1: Marcus Krishkovic says he was ready to, m- to move on when deciding to call time on a 27-year cricket career. The 43-year-old bowed out from the game last Thursday as his county Somerset narrowly missed out on winning their first county championship title. Krishkovic's last act um, in a Somerset shirt was to come on as a substitute fielder in the closing overs. Um, a great, great opening batsman mm. who had a lot of problems.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, he had uh, very well-publicised mental health issues. And um, the last article that I read, just before the um, culmination of that game with uh, Essex that decided the county championship title, uh, it said that you know, he'd, he'd uh, recovered from his uh, mental health issues and uh, everything was looking good. So um and he was even talking about getting involved with the England coaching set up as a, as a as as a batting coach and uh, obviously it was being away from home for long periods of time that that triggered off um the serious mental health issues that he had so obviously, if he's thinking about going back as an England batting coach, which will involve overseas tours as well, then uh, then the guy's mended. And you know, I mean, he owes cricket nothing. I think um, you know, if 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 he can pass on his batting talent th- through a coaching capacity, then um, you know he it, it would be.
1: Well, uh, yeah, we 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 think it, it, it's a wonderful life. You know, if you can go away and playing cricket in all these exotic. Mm. All these eggs, eggs, countries, con- right. Um, con- but the, I mean, the Warwickshire guy who the name was completely gone, it has gone from you as well, has not it? Uh, that, 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 I mean, he's the same. That will come to me. It it, it it will. But he suffered the same. Probably, if a Dave diverse sort of he'll he'll tell us <laughs> what we mean. Um, because it's completely it's completely lost.
3: From but but
2: me. no, it's 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 one of those things that um nobody can explain. If it affects you in any way, then it is just the most annoying, frustrating thing. Because yeah, if you're away, then you should be having a whale of a time, you know, because you're away from the stresses and all the rest of it. When when my own mental health uh, problems uh, with anxiety and stress uh, became at their, utmost, at their utmost maximum, I was on holiday with Lucy in Sorrento, and the place was gorgeous. It was a fantastic holiday. It was absolutely... Just, just, just to wake up in the morning and look out the window, I mean, it was just a wonderful, wonderful place to be. I didn't enjoy a minute of it. It was absolutely horrendous, and Lucy didn't understand. And she was just going, what the hell's wrong with you? And then, you know, gradually she understood the problems. And, uh, you know, fortunately, we found a way of overcoming them. And uh, I am now mended, and I'm delighted to say. And, and every day is an absolute joy. But when you're in that situation, it doesn't matter where you are. Jonathan Trott. Jonathan Trott. I, I, I wasn't going to risk that one. That was, the one that, was the, that was the name that was on my mind. <coughs> but I've, I've got previous with Wally
1: Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Irseford says he's got no idea Mick thanks Dave <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Trot Jonathan Trot and Marcus exactly the same really wasn't it yeah, they, they but... didn't want and, and I don't blame him. I, you know,
2: it's but have you noticed? Hard. Have you noticed Dave Hurstfield's Dave Hurst feels texts are the only ones that come with subtitles. I think that's quite good. I yeah.
1: Tell you what, I I <laughs> can't thank Dave Hurstfield <laughs> enough because every time I get it wrong, he puts it right for me. But but, but right, th- you
2: just 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 to continue oh, just for more? a second on that issue. It doesn't matter where you are in the world or how good life is. When you're stuck with that, it's a just a ball ache. It's a horrible, horrible thing. That you know you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy, so I just hope that uh, that Banger's feeling a hell of a lot better now. And, and I know that Jonathan Trot, you're right, went through the same problems. But
1: when you when you come out of the other side, the world is a wonderful place. There you go. Um, I'm talking of wonderful things to do. Go and do your receptionist bit for me because okay. coming up next we've got Tony Jones from, New York Town Football Club, Demo, the joint manager is at this precise moment in time just about to leave Inverness on um, the YMCA sailing boat heading towards Grimsby. And for company, he's got Gary Atwood and he's got Stephen Crawford. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, dear, dear, dear. And and, and the the forecast? Gale Force wins. The best of luck to them all. So Tony's going to chat to us tonight about a fantastic 8-2 victory um, for Newark Town. Then we've got Craig Roach. Then we've got, um, all the rugby from both Newark and from Japan with Rob Wardman. And we finish off with the, the wonderful Mr. Paul Halfpenny. But, uh, top of the tree, of course, Mr. Tony joins and Newark Town. Tony, good evening.
0: Good evening, Mick. You all
1: right? Yeah. Uh, did you sort of, um, give your, Sort of joint manager the opportunity to go sailing or did you decide um that was his duty to go?
0: Uh well I think the old sea dog decided to make that quest himself, <laughs> um which is a strange one really, means I can't swim and hates water, so uh, best of luck to him on that one.
1: In a in a format life, um when Gary Atwood was on holiday with the family in Cornwall, we all went out fishing off um a little fishing village called Levin. It was only out for two hours. It took Gary about two days to get over it.
0: Well, I can well, imagine, yeah. It's going to be an experience for them both, that is for sure.
1: Um, and, and they've chosen some of the roughest water around the British Isles. But anyway, we will we will find out when when and if they arrive in Grimsby. I don't think they'll want fish and chips when they do. But um,
0: <laughs> well, let's say when, not if. Yeah, let's <laughs> uh, keep. To, also,
1: you've got a big job, man. Yeah. No, keep uh, it positive.
0: No bother with them not coming back do doing so. Uh, yeah, let's say
2: when. Why did you send him off on that one, Tony? Are you after the job full time then?
0: Oh, of course, mate. Uh, yeah, it's a job I've
1: always wanted to do. <laughs> 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 if it's any help to you, Tony, I've got me, I've, I've, I've got me line lifeboat top <laughs> on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I have full faith in them. Yes, that's the R&L line, not Messes Parkinson at, at Wood and Crawford. <laughs> um, Every okay, time he rains, he's got his armbands on. Let's um. Let's start with the weekend, because by 20 past three, you were all very, very wet, and um, you'd won the game, so you may as well have gone home.
0: Yeah, it was it was one of them games. Strangely, before the game, we did expect Sutton to be a little bit stronger. Um, <clears throat> you looked at the games they played, they only played four games, and they drew two and lost two, but obviously they were sat bottom of the league. Um, so yeah, we, we, well, we thought it was going to be a lot tougher, and talking to the Redford manager walking off last Wednesday, uh, he said the same. They beat them 2-1 the previous Saturday down there. And said it was a hell of a battle. To, to, I think they share Askin's pitch, don't they? I think. I remember, Ollie.
1: Oh, joy. Twice to Askin. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, he said, you know, that, that it was tough to break down. And they only beat him 2-1. Um, so, we expected a bit of a tougher game. But for some reason, things clicked into place very early doors. And we found to sell three or four goals to the good inside 20 minutes. So,
1: you, you couldn't, actually, you, you, they they couldn't keep up with the tweeting. The goals were going in quicker than the tweeting. Well,
0: oh, exactly, yeah. Luke was very busy on the sideline <laughs> wrestling.
1: <guys. laughs> him, right for being injured. Um, <laughs> Lewis Chambers, um, another another three in the net. Is, um after that little self-imposed wobble earlier on in the season, because he, I don't think, I mean, he, he's the one that went on social media <coughs> and said what he said. Um yeah. He's just banging him in for fun, isn't he?
0: Yeah, well, I think uh, at the said time uh, when Lewis put that on, obviously he was beating himself up because he knew he could do better or he thought he could do better. But, um, you know, Lewis' job is not all about scoring goals. Lewis's job is his, is his worth, I think, as well. And like I said a couple of weeks ago when I came on the radio, you know, people that don't come down and watch Newt Town don't see the work that uh, Lewis does put in. Throughout the game. So, yes, it's pleasing to see him scoring goals and getting that just reward. But he does do a hell of a lot of work off the ball. Um, which, um, of course, a lot of people don't see unless they actually come down to watch the game.
1: So. It, what I was pleased about is that, I mean, once again, and I know it can't be helped, once again, it, it Town clashed with flow serve and the rugby club yeah. was a was home. Um, so there was was a couple of hundred plus at the Rugby Club, There's 200 plus at FlowSurf but Newark still attracted 71, which I would have suggested was probably the highest attendance in that division.
0: Well, I'll be perfectly honest with you, when obviously we knew uh, other sub fixtures was in the town as well, you know, we said we'd be lucky if we get 60 plus today, 50, 60 plus and uh, it was pleasing to see that many down and, you know, we starting to see one or two regular faces as well that are coming back to uh, basically repeatedly watch and Enjoy the game, and, and and yeah, you know, we was personally quite happy with that. To be fair, um, yeah, and long may that continue. No, I
1: think I think that was um, that was ver- that was very commendable and well, and well done again. The Newark public for going out and watching watching local sport. Five hundred plus of them out on what shall we say was not the best of Saturday afternoons.
0: No, no, no. It's it's actually good to actually read them <coughs> stats and uh, see that people are prepared to go out there and watch watch local teams
1: do well just take you back to um, last Wednesday yep. um, three all against Redford United lost on penalties floodlit cup um, yep. disappointed or or if there, was one, if there was one trophy to sort of go by the wayside <laughs> that's the one and just move on or what was the thoughts afterwards
0: um, obviously disappointed because you know we've had a good start to the season and we're all for keeping that momentum going Um, In all fairness to the game on the night um, It literally was a game of two halves Uh, Redford was certainly the strongest side Or certainly caused us a lot more problems Than we intended them wanting to do Um, And obviously finished off the strongest side in the first half We ended up, well in in, pretty much all our opinion We thought we were lucky going in at 3-3 We managed to keep ourselves in the game Um, Obviously second half um, Sorry, second half um, obviously time to have a chat and uh, just sort one or two things out obviously we came out and in all honesty um, within 10 minutes of the second half started we obviously started to get on top and um, a quick formation change um, literally for the last 20-25 minutes they had a young keeper playing in gold for them and he pulled off three or four world-class saves uh, and obviously kept Redford in the game and we certainly finished the game stronger so um, full time, obviously three-three, uh, and then it goes to the dreaded favourites of the penalties, <laughs> um, which obviously again their keeper saved two, Ribsy saved one, um, which obviously meant we was knocked out. But yes, I don't like losing any game, um, especially not on penalties. You know, it's a horrible way to lose either way. Uh, but I think during the whole of the ninety minutes, I think if that game would have gone another ten possibly 15 minutes, I think we would have pinched it. Or if it had got him too extra time, should I say, I think we would have pinched it.
1: And finally then, Tony, a quick um, trip to the United Counties League, because that's your old um,
0: yeah, yeah. stamping
1: grand And um, Bourne Town's got themselves a new manager.
0: They certainly have, yes, they certainly have. My uh, old foe and good friend Simon's uh, decided to take the job on. Um, I knew he was uh, being talked about, because I'd obviously... Uh, spoke to a good friend of mine and from from playing down, who's obviously still associated with Bourne So I knew it could be a possibility, um, but obviously uh, only Simon could have made that decision. And uh, I'm pleased to see Simon at the home because uh, you know he's a good guy. You know he's a good lad, and the club's struggling a bit at the minute.
1: I mean, the times I've been there with you in pre-season, is I thought it was a, a lovely little club and, and charming set up. And uh, I think Simon Dawes will do a good job there.
0: <clears throat> yes, I hope he does. I, I wish Simon all the best. And uh, yes, you're exactly right. It, it's a fantastic club, but it, it's a club I spent the best part of uh, 10, 11 years playing for. So, you know, obviously I had a lot of love for the club and still have. You know, I still talk to all the two guys that are still associated with the club. Um, and I do wish them all the best. And I just hope that they can turn that corner <clears throat> and start climbing the table in, um, in the UCL
1: Division 1. And another uh, one that's. Struggling, again, in, in, in our patch is, is is Sleaford Town. I didn't, until I started it on Saturday night. Seven matches, no points.
0: Yeah, they are really struggling at the minute. I, I mean, I did go down and watch him in a pre-season friendly, and uh, I do know, uh, well, he's actually left now. Jay Harrison has actually resigned and stood down.
1: He was at Harabee uh, one day. <clears throat>
0: Jay was at Harabee briefly, yeah. And he, he, well, he's obviously played for Harrowby he's been manager at Harabee. Um, and I worked with him briefly when I was there for that year with Mickey Anderson. Um but then obviously he went to Sleaford and uh, I think it was like two, two and a half years I think he was at Sleaford. Um and he stood down last week in fact I spoke to him last night actually. Um, just you know, having a quick chat with him and that and it got to the same scenario, I think in the position I was in to be honest, when I was with New York Time, you get to that point where, you know, if you do stop enjoying what you're doing, it's it, it's very hard to get out of. And um, I think he fell into that little hole and decided to have a break from it. Also,
1: it can't be su- it can't be successful for everybody all the time, can it? There's
3: highs no, no, and there's it's not. lows, it's and that's exactly
1: what you got at Newark Town, because you've gone from the depths of despair to knocking on the door of Step Six football.
0: Well, exactly. Yeah, you know, we've got to keep ourselves focused, and uh, you know, as as long as everyone's still still pulling in that same direction on and off the field then uh, you know we've got every chance this year and uh, you know picking up results like we did on Saturday you know I think it was 7-0 at half time um you know the game was dead and buried um you know it's uh, it's there for us you know it's uh, it's only the lag on the pitch that can do it at the end of the day and uh if they stay focused committed like they are at the minute, then we've uh, got every chance. An every important
1: chance. an important few months coming up, Tony, and we'll be sticking with you all the way. Talk to you again well, very soon. Thank you, Mick. Thanks, bye. Right, from one victory to another victory, and Newark Flow Save um, won yet again on a very, very wet, well, particularly in the first half, very wet Saturday afternoon at Lowfields. Um, I thought this one, Craig, was probably more of a workman-like performance, and I did think the opposition, who seemed to be in a little bit of disarray before the game started, one of the cars didn't arrive until 5-3, to There was on a six-hour round trip from Shrewsbury, and it was one of those games when the floodgates could quite easily have opened. But give our Shrewsbury friends a lot of credit, it didn't, did it? And in the second half, if they had nicked a goal back... It would have been interesting.
4: <clears throat> yeah, I agree with all that. Yeah, it was um, difficult conditions, like you've already touched on. Um, and you know, looking at the league tables and recent results, you probably would have, would have put us down as, uh, as favourites for the game. Um, you know, we, we got the result at the end of the day, but you know, we were far from um, from happy with the performance, if you like. And um, you know, I have to give a lot of credit to, to Hamlin and the way they kept going. You know, they gave it a go.
1: And, 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 and you know, and, and I do think that, that that that's it. They 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 did a very good job of bre- of breaking up all, all the work that was being done. And I've said it before at the start of the season. Very pleasing to see it being worked, of Manchester City from the back with with the goalkeeper. That that's I think beginning to work very well now. Um, and Danny Meadows, who to this non-footballing brain now. Now seems, or at least on Saturday, was playing in what the world now insists on calling the number ten role, and he really did seem to be enjoying it.
4: Yeah, he did, yeah, really, really happy with Danny on Saturday. Um, uh, from, my, from my point of view, was clearly man of the match, his best player on the pitch by a country mile. I say he got, has got his two goals for his reward, which ultimately won us the game, and he was unfortunate not to get his hat trick. You know, should have got it. But he probably missed his easiest chance. Um, you know, Danny got that through for, for hard work um, you know we like him in that number 10 role we wanted to get Danny in the game more trying to, get to affect the game more um, and he's doing that now from that position he's popping up in good areas um, you know, and he's a quality player we need to get him on the ball as much as possible uh, yeah, I'm chuffed that Danny's in good form now but we know what he's capable of, and there's still not to come from him
1: It's very, very difficult to mark the likes of D- Danny Meadows and Carl Dixon when they p- play from as deep as they are, and then bursting forward. Put yourself on the other side of the dugout, mm. if you like, Craig, for How would you try and stop them two? Mm.
3: It's very difficult.
4: Um, like I say, it's very difficult. They both travel with the ball very well at speed. Um, and, you know, it commits players, and you know, that's how they affect the game, and that's what we want them to do more, more of in the right areas. Um, like I say, they, they do pick it up from deep. and um, We give them the... The freedom to go and express themselves in the final third you know we don't like take any any unnecessary risks in our in our backup you know of our own box yeah players like med and danny and the two wingers we want to get them on the ball driving driving the teams and that's like I say that's what commits them and that's
1: ultimately what hurts them I think there was once in the second half with Carl Dixon, he reminded me a bit about that Duracell bunny in the TV adverts. He ran, he got knocked over. He got up, got the ball back, got knocked over. Got up, knocked the ball. The referee didn't know whether to whistle, to play on, or what to do.
4: Yeah, like the like previous week, he got his reward from that. From, from his goal, he did exactly the same thing. You know, he never gives up. Um, it's probably fair to say that it wasn't Dicko's, um best performance on the ball. On Saturday, what you do get is you always get 100, percent and he'll, he'll keep trying no matter what, even when things aren't going his way. And that's all he can ask for.
1: Now things not going people's way, Matt Cotton.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, a bit of a sickness for Matty. Um, you know, he's been nursing a, been nursing a knock for a number of weeks now. Um, it's one of those funny ones on top of his foot where you know there's nothing showing up on a scan at the hospital, or an X-ray, CTOS can't really find anything, so he's just sort of listening to the the pain um signals he's getting from his body. Um and you now we felt we asked him we had a quick chat of him. Um do you want to fancy the last ten and he did. But unfortunately within ten seconds he's got a kick right on where the injury was and it's um, you know he seems to have gone back further than what it was that started from. So unfortunately I think that's the last of will see the map for three or four weeks while he uh, while he recovers from this injury.
1: <coughs> I think it's got to be rest and nothing but rest, hasn't it?
4: I'm afraid so, uh, yeah, so um, unless he makes a miraculous recovery, I think um, we can cancel Matt out of any all-coming um, pictures for well, what's, what's going to be a very busy October, we're probably not going to have him, which is a, which is a blow.
1: Ben Hutchinson also hobbled off, and he's a, he is a player that week by week, he's getting more and more important to you.
4: He is, yeah, um, he wants a good day in that respect on Saturday, on oh, Ben's come off with a bit of a groin niggle, um, we're hoping it's no more than that um, you know he's an intelligent lad and you know, it's, you know, it's not an injury you want to be playing on It's only going to get worse so he did come straight off um, we've got a treatment on it straight away so we're hoping that, that Ben will be, be available for the weekend but we'll have to see you know it's training tomorrow so we'll see how he trains tomorrow and um, hopefully he'll be, he'll be available for selection on Saturday
1: Because you're away at the weekend and you've got a long coach ride
4: We have yes um start at Fort Swift yeah, we're all getting together on the coach. I think it's about half past time we We're leaving on Saturday morning, so yeah, long hours, a long way back if you lose.
1: <laughs> and the breaking news is that uh, Radio Newark Sport are going all the way to deepest Worcestershire with Newark Flowserve. The
2: signal reached sat for.
1: I fancy a day out.
4: <laughs> Great. We've got two, like seven games this month, so we've got, um, got a busy month coming up. So.
1: Yes, I put myself. I put myself down for Starport, Swifts, and Selston, aren't I the lucky boy? <laughs> 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 oh, lovely, Craig. Thank you so much. An- an- another three points. That 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 is important because it's keeping the pressure yep. on. Because at, at the minute, as I see it, I think there's the top four are separated by by two points or something ridiculous. Yeah,
4: it's um, yeah, it's tight up there. Well, we keep seeing strange results every week, so you know, same same scenario. we just worried about ourselves and keep pick as many points as we
1: can and out, uh, leaders, and watch the chairman's face every time we get another three points it's well worth it yeah great thanks so much cool. um we'll, we'll see you on saturday and um we'll spend the day with them, sir. thank you thank you bye-bye, bye-bye. the wonderful <coughs> mr craig roach and how far is it <coughs> stourport worcestershire it's um not far off kidding minister from here 100 i'd have thought. you're going on the couch i'm not walking well, if you're going to the coach, I will. Dear, dear, dear. Um, <laughs> we're going away with the rugby club in a few weeks' time. We're off to the with FlowServe, and as long as it's not Askham Radio Newark Sport will also go away with, with Newark Town. But I'm going to pick my game for that one. <laughs> I've been to some of them places they've got to go to. FlowServe are doing so well. Newark Town are doing so well. It's a massive season. I think it's more of a massive season for Newark Town than it is for FlowServe, to be honest, because this is Newark Town's big big opportunity to get out of step seven football and as much as i enjoy step seven football was when i was with idp do it flow safe, call it call it what you like having now sampled step watching step six football they need to get out of the central business and start playing step six football let's put it let's be diplomatic and put it like that because it's an old different ball game when you reach step six everything is done more on a more professional level
2: yeah that's the um the the level of football that we've had this season in step five
1: is is quite remarkable it's if you go up there but i must admit I, i did enjoy um last season right um let's change um change code shall we and um talk rugby next um which of course means we're going to talk with rob Wardman and that's what tony's off to do now to to get hold of rob you are listening to the renowned radio new sport with our friends at smith's timber i'm mick bradley he is tony smith and before you ask me when i'm out and about seeing you know we're not yet on instagram because uh i've still not figured out how to get mb sports started. so if anybody knows how to do instagram let me know and uh, we'll get that one started new at triathlon club are our visitors tomorrow night well worth listening to because um, <coughs> there's a heartwarming story to tell of how sport helps somebody overcome cancer, and the young lady is coming in to tell us that one herself. So it's um, it's a Hank is at the ready job tomorrow, and um, it's attempt two on Wednesday um, at getting Nina Bradley in here. And if you think tomorrow night's going to be one of those heartwarming stories. Wednesday night, you'll need a box of handkerchiefs. You really will right time to um change codes and um he wants to talk all about scotland mr bradley and leave football and talk about rugby and we're going to talk about rugby the only man we can talk to of course is mr rob Wardman. and yes tony i'm well aware and so is rob that scotland <laughs> scotland beat the city isles this morning 22 points a bit, a bit the might of samoa the might of samoa well the city isles are bigger than samoa 34 yeah. nil right rob good i'll shut him up for a minute rob good evening <laughs> Evening, make evening, folks. You can see he's been waiting to get this digging that Scotland's actually won at a sport. They've won a sports match. It's a, it doesn't happen often. Anyway, that's less important. <laughs> what is more important is that Newark, um, unfortunately, lost on Saturday, but by all the counts, they gave Colville one hell of a run for the money. We
3: did. It, it was a um, pretty tough old game. Played in um, pretty wet conditions, as you're... As the footballers have been saying, Saturday was not a great day. Um, and we played very well against against one of the sides. We expect to do very well in the league. They just edged it in the end, uh, a late try fifteen ten. 15-10. Um, we led 10-7 at half-time, um, and uh, by all accounts... Um, Certainly had our had 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 chances uh, in the second half. Uh, but then Colville got a very good period of pressure. And um, they capitalised to edge ahead. Uh, in, the, in the first half, we'd be um, they scored first. They led 7-0. We fought back Got a good try through Robbie Hunter-Shaw, who was back at full-back. Matt Cox converted. And then we got a penalty from, from Cox. Matt Cox, 10-7 up at half-time. Uh, and we've shown very good defence in that lead up to the half-time and uh, so, so we turn around uh, f- full of hope but the, you know, the second half was a t- tough old one um, Pratt should have taken our chances um, we had a very good attack th- th- down one, one flank Mason Coulomb has been one of the players of the season and a new guy, Josh Stamp who's coming at flanker is joining us from Sleaford and uh, they put a move together but he just fell short Um and in the end Colville got, got the winning try late on um, so no um, first league defeat of the season obviously we'd beaten um, Ashfield two weeks ago um, I want to see how things pan out um, Colville are one of three unbeaten teams in the league now all they've played two. Long Eaton Ashbourne and Colville are are the top dogs in Midlands 2 East North, played 2-1-2, two, two. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how we go, we've we got a difficult game next Saturday, we're away to Dromfield, who, who again, we, we expect to be among um, among the leading teams in, in the league.
1: I bumped into a couple of the um, the regulars at the Callum Road faithful, shall we say, um, right. yesterday morning actually, at the, at, at, at the Athletics, and both of them was very impressed with the performance and both of them tell me that if newark can continue to put that level of performance together they'll certainly win a lot more than they lose this season
3: well we hope so that's i think somebody did pre- predict top six didn't they you so, did um, we'll <laughs> see how that works out
1: <laughs> <laughs> you most certainly did um i know you don't like talking about other clubs but it wasn't um i've already mentioned at the top of the thing it was a good weekend for both them. Um, our other two localish teams, Kesteven uh, and Southall, both got off the mark for the season with victory. So, uh, both at um, Stephen and Southall, they would have been smiling on Saturday night, and that was Yeah, nice. oh,
3: good luck to them, yeah. Um, all the merrier.
1: Um, let's um, round really up cool. the rest of Newark on a Saturday, can we? Sorry? Can you round up the rest of the Newark teams yeah, on well, Saturday? Yeah, well,
3: the Seconds had a good win. They went down to Stamford 48-5. Uh, and then the thirds just lost narrowly over at Southwell thirds, and I've got to say hello, a Newark welcome to Bill, Noah, Johnny, Lavini, and Ilya. They are five um, guys passing through the area. They're Fijians, and they're, they're just staying locally. They're on route to do uh, uh, to join to do an army training at Catarick and they played for us Saturday, and I think they're going to be playing for us. Uh, on and off over the next two or three weeks. Um, they're all friends of uh, Aloishi Wakalivu, Buddha to, uh, to all at Kellam Road. And it's just a continuation of our Fijian connection. These, these young guys are um, en route to join the, the British Army, so we, we wish them well, and it's a, it's a new hello to that group. And they, they all went down to Stamford, and um, did very well, 48-5, and so they've bolstered our playing resources at, at the moment.
1: That's excellent, isn't it? That's a wonderful story. I like that.
3: So, um... Yeah, good. And then on Sunday, the youth, I think, I was hoping to get to the Colts, but I didn't make it. They drew 17-all against Lincoln, and then the 14s, they had a good cup win, 27-5 over West Bridgeford.
1: That's right. I got the Colts one at 17-all against um, against, Lincoln, yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's go... um, to Japan for a few minutes, can we? Right. Else he'll, he'll never shut up. No. Um, let's start um, with the house, because that was one the... You don't get know. as many shocks in rugby as you do in football, do you? No, we don't. And it's, it was,
3: uh, I think the tournament needs it. I think no-one thought that Ireland would be the, um, the team to uh, suffer the defeat, but Japan played very well. It was, it was a really good game of rugby Saturday morning. And... Um, that's that's really opened up the um the pool a and it's given scotland who won again who won today beat samoa and that's made the pool a very inter- very interesting because it's looked like it, it could be a a three-way scrap for the two places with scotland having to play japan in the last pool game in 2 weeks time um you would expect i think you'd still expect ireland and scotland to squeeze home in that group um I can't expect can't expect Ireland to play as poorly as it did Saturday against Japan I expect Ireland to come through uh, and I can't really see Japan beating Scotland but who knows uh, I think you'd expect Scotland and their sheer professionalism to have the edge over Japan can Japan produce a second shock in the pool it's
1: But we'll we'll see. That's words you don't do in the the same sentence very often. Scotland and sheer professionalism. (laughs) uh, I I sat and watched with the grandchildren on um, Sunday morning and thoroughly enjoyed Wales and Australia.
3: Yes, no, it was a cracking game, wasn't it? Absolutely. Top-class stuff. Uh, And Wales, I thought their first-half performance was one of the best I've seen from a a Wales side for a long time. And... uh, um, They really had Australia on the back foot, although the Wallabies came back in the second half, and again, um, the Aussies be saying that they were a bit unlucky not to pip it, but uh, Wales hung on, and um, a great win for Wales. They don't often beat Australia, but in the last two years, they've been winning more games against the Southern Hemisphere countries than they had previously, although they've yet to topple the All Blacks, but obviously... um, if you go through the machinations of the draw we were talking about last Wednesday, Wales, having beat, beaten Australia, Wales would now expect to top the group. Thus, they will avoid the All Blacks until the final. So uh, Wales may well play the runners-up of England. If you expect England to go, be top of their group, then it, uh, you know, it can get very complex. But Wales, basically, the Welsh, my Welsh friends, think they can uh, get to the final now and play the All Blacks. Uh, if, if if all pans out as expected, Wales will play Argentina or France in the quarter final, and then they'll play South Africa in the semi final. Uh, thus, my, thus the Welshies think they can get to the final. That was that, that was the last of, it. of the victory
1: Sunday. Well, that makes a, a major major. Not very good with names, but um, the little Welsh guy who did all the interceptions was a joy to watch. Davis. Right. Well, I suppose that's obvious for him, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> <Gareth>. <laughs> Davis or Jones.
3: Right, no, he did very well. The audience i think I see the bleating this morning about the guy being offside. That there's TV pictures of him standing in no man's land, and uh, he's obviously got it. That's one of his little tricks. Um, that he he does his interception tries more and more. Scrummages do. The Northampton have got a South African guy called Kobus Reinach who made a specialty of it last season in the Premiership. Um, but Davis is doing it for. Um, for Wales and he did it very well but the Aussies have found video evidence (laughs) that he was offside standing in the middle of a no man's land when um, I think it was Genia uh, threw the ball out
1: I can't believe the Aussies are whinging
3: well there's a bit of (laughs) whinging coming across yeah a bit of whinging
1: how rare is it what
2: happened this morning where a Samoan guy got a second yellow and therefore the
3: red for the uh, knees um, in the tackle pretty unusual but it it does happen in the game I saw at Northampton on Saturday so it'd be like football two yellows equals a red so actually you only
1: beat 14 men yeah oh god well there you go not even a full team there you go Scotland whatever it was the silly isles nil (laughs) Rob as ever can't thank you enough so we're, we're oh, away uh, Saturday, Dromfield,
3: over at Dromfield, 3pm <clears throat> kick-off. The Seconds are at home, they're playing Corsairs from, from Nottingham, 3pm kick-off.
1: And the cup draw's been made.
3: Cup draw, yes. We're away to Melton. Two weeks' time, we're away to Melton um, in the RFU Intermediate Cup. So the next time the first team are at home is October the 19th of the Ilkeston.
1: Melton, what... I know you say that the, the Cup's uh, almost the on a the level... they the league
3: as us. I'm just getting my... hang on, I think they're about... Are they in the Are they in the south? They are in Midlands Two East South. Yes, the same level as us, and they've played two, lost two so far.
1: Oh, no, uh, Twickenham, Beckens.
3: So it's Vipers. They lost thirty-one nine to Vipers, Vipers of Leicester on Saturday.
1: I wonder, are you going to get on Wembley with Flowserve and Twickenham with Newark. Oh.
3: We'll, we'll, we'll work on that one. mate. Well, I
1: think we'll let. I think. <laughs> I think we'll let Tony There's, put yeah, some. A
3: couple of but, steps yeah. further down the
1: line, shall we? Well, we'll, we'll Let Tony put some money I, on I that think, one. I, I think. can hear a fence calling. <laughs> yeah, back on the fence. Rob, as ever, <laughs> okay. a total joy. It's a very wet fence tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Isn't it? Yes. Don't don't you slip off it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, the wonderful, <laughs> the unique, uh, Mr. Rob Wardman. <laughs> Paul, I do apologise, it sort of all went a bit wrong there. Oh, good, yeah. Um, which is exactly what I wanted at quarter quart to eight at night time. That, that's the first, but sometimes computers do have minds of their own. <laughs> um, anyway, good evening, Paul, and um, are you feeling a bit better?
5: Um, yes, yes, we, we, we're getting there. Um, I managed to sort of watch a game of hockey without sitting down on the weekend, so, so that was
1: good. That was even better. Now, let's start then with um, the ladies, because they went to Derby, it was going to be um, always a difficult match away to Derby, but you come away with a 2-1 victory. An excellent start to the season.
5: You wouldn't believe what we had to go through as a club to actually get four teams out last week. You wouldn't believe it. Each team had 11 players. I had to drop out at the 11th hour, so Alex went in my place, but... There's a great big hole in our carpet at home <laughs> where I was pacing around, waiting for the result to come through after seeing that the ladies' balls had won 2 and a half. I thought, ooh, could be a good day. And, uh, yes, it came through that we'd won 2-1. Goals from uh, Trish from a penalty corner and uh, a goal in the last minute to seal it from Sophie Chambers. Brilliant.
1: It's always good to win at Derby, isn't it?
5: Oh, yes. Bogie team, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So well,
1: they were a, our bogey team. Exactly. So that was a cracking start to the sea season, and, and you'll, you'll take that not such good for the ladies' twos.
5: No, no. But they're they're in a league which is quite an elitist league nowadays um, for Nottinghamshire, Nottinghamshire Prem. There's some very, very good teams in there. I do know that West Bridgeford have signed um, or managed to get hold of a few new players, um... So it was going to be a tough one, but nice to see B Smith got on the score sheet. and managed to score two goals against a very, very good goalkeeper at West Bridgford. So that's a positive to take away, but um, yeah, I I, I think it's going to be uh, a little bit similar most weeks,
0: to be honest with you.
1: Okay, did the freeze play?
5: They did, and they had a cracking game. This is one of the teams that I thought would get trounced most weeks, and they almost, almost beat uh, or got, got something out of the game against players' first team. Um, it was four three in the end, um, and it's lovely to see Kate Revel in her new position in uh, in the ladies threes actually get on the score sheet as well. One player there that I, I mentioned last season as a future star, so that was really good. And Crockett McLean got uh, got a brace. But, um, yeah, I was, I was quite surprised at that result, and that, that, that shows promise. So, uh, that must be our president who was at the side of the pitch. He must have been, uh, feeding them some good, very good information.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, all in all, OK, the, 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 and the seconds did get a beat. Uh, the fourth, so, at the minute, we've, we've got, um, a couple of good days and a bad day, so how did the fourth too.
5: Yeah, the fourths got 2 0 win. They, um, played very, very well, um, Family, family act. Uh, the Sheldons' mother and daughter both got on the score sheet. Two new players for us this season. Um, yeah, it's good. Good result. Maybe, just maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I suggested to um, to the boss that um, your blood pressure should have gone up for the derby match, and she responded that it didn't actually go up for the derby match. But it went up with... When the men played, What? what's the oh. story from North Knotts? Because oh, he didn't tell me the story.
5: I'm not sure whether I can sort of um, express it to its, its full, to be honest with you. But um, <laughs> Master Reynolds has actually left Newark. Um, he's been, he came back to Newark from North Knotts. And he was here when I arrived. I, used to, I, I knew John because I used to play at the side of him at North Knotts. But he's left Newark and gone back to North not this season. And he was playing. And, um, well, what happened was uh, Alex just basically skinned him for pace and ended, he ended up doing a somersault over the top of John, which was sort of... Um, yes, it, it was... It was um, Quite innocuous really as, as the umpires thought Because just a free hit was awarded No cards, no punishments But I've seen reds dish, dished out for those But um, would want to see John on a red On a, on a friendly match But uh, it was quite quite strange that, that no punishment was added Alex is alright by the way It's a good job he did uh, gymnastics I think <laughs> as a youngster But um, yes it was uh, it, it was a tough game Milk um, you know, took the lead North Knotts equalised um, totally against the run of play And it was just total Newark dominance all game um, And in the last, I think it was probably the last ten minutes They, they rattled in another three goals So it made uh, made the scoreline look a little more realistic, to be honest
1: And the season starts for the men this weekend?
5: It certainly does, yes starts this weekend I think Newark might play the toughest fixture first That's uh, the Eastern fourth team um, very very strong team so it'll be interesting but they they have a game on uh tuesday night that uh, works at Last well, tomorrow night uh, tomorrow night at works at college so uh, i'm going to have a ride over after work and uh sit and watch that game
1: and try not to get excited
5: <coughs> i will try my hardest not to get excited yes
1: lovely paul thank you so much um let's see if the ladies can keep on winning and let's see if the men can start um, can start on the right foot
5: a Fingers very, a, and legs crossed
1: for a very busy weekend in hockey coming up. It Thank you so it. much, and you You're look welcome. after yourself. Thank you very much. Thanks, Paul. Bye bye. <coughs> bye. Any win at Derby is a good win for me. <laughs> that's, that's the weekend that the hockey ladies have won at, at Derby. Sa- South was won at at Mansfield. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, good weekend.
2: Yeah, and and, and two weather reports. That so that's that good. Yes. <laughs> Don't you love computers? Yes, what are, what you do. Good old days of
1: bowling. What if the weather's going to change again at eight o'clock? <laughs> Anything can happen at eight o'clock. I'm just going to lock the doors and run. Um, um tomorrow night, as I said, we've got the, the Newark Triathlon Club coming in, new new uh, Newark Try. Um and one of the ladies that's that, that's coming in is a lady by the name of Michelle and um she has thankfully recovered from um from breast cancer and she's gonna come in and tell us tomorrow night how joining the Tri Club helped her get over yeah? the most traumatic few months oh, excellent. of her life. Good on and, her. And um, well done to Michelle. That's going to be very brave. So we we look forward to tomorrow night And um, because we, we do do serious. And on Wednesday night we do serious because Nina Bradley is hopefully coming in to tell us um, a story of of her year, which the Queen would sum up as horrible. Go on. Uh, and as, horrible as Yes, that's how the Queen would have... Would have summed summed it up. So um, we're in for um, probably a serious couple of nights on radio. Oh, good, because we always do serious so well. But also a couple of nights that I I want to get over to people that our sport Mm. can can help in the background and be there for them in their hour of need. Um, Then on Thursday night, as I said, we've got Matt Matt Mm. Wade coming in um as our special guest presenter for the night and matt's going to tell us all about what's happening at curtain and also look around around the football scene with us dave's not here this week so so matt's matt's coming in so we look forward to that one as well don't forget coming up next on fm it's AD crampton with his own unique look at the soul funk and disco of the 1970s while over on dab you can wild the night away with mr andrew channing and i you know i mean come on where who else will you give a choice between Ada crampton and andrew channing